everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Truth, Justice, and the Ian Hand Way. My name is Ian Hand. As far as I can tell you, it's a beautifully hot Friday, as far as I can tell. As you know, that I might not always be doing these live Friday. Does not help me to have them actually posted live every Friday. For those who are really lucky listeners who are listening to this, post-production on one of our many different very famous websites as Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and such and such and such. Forget, Don't forget that I am on every Friday at 6 p.m. For those who are listening to me live, thank you so very much for joining me tonight. And you just saw, heard all those places you can find me in case you miss an episode. It's been pretty hot out here in the Midwest. And this is a confession to make. This will be the first... This will be the, actually the last episode of Truth, Justice, and the Ian Hand Way where I am unemployed. Besides working at this lovely station, mainly for the love and the thrill of it. As you are well aware, I do not have an income. I have not had my own job for the last, what can only be described as almost seven months. On Monday, I am starting my first job in quite some time, orientation. And, of course, I'll be trying to do my best to get the beautifully uh, fresh-delivered content every Friday. If not, of course, you know I will be here always to make up for lost times. You know I've done it in the past. Getting a little bit more of the hang of this awesome station I have here and this really awesome uploading program. So, yeah, wow. It's been quite a month so far. Celebrated 4th of July, got kind of plastered on the lizard liquors with the rum, all that fun, fun, fun stuff. And it's going to probably be coming to us no surprise that I might be thinking about certain shows I may or may not be appearing on as much due to my new job. I'm still thinking about how often I can be on lizard liquors or how I can be on lizard liquors, period. A lot of the job I have requires a little bit of driving, as in enough driving to be like, hey, maybe I shouldn't be uh, drinking a lot of craft beer the night before and then just trying to sleep it off. I mean, most of the time I do get up at a fairly irregular time. I haven't really slept in past eight for the last couple of weeks, but kind of conditioning my body to get up early. And for the most part, I've been able to do that with what I can consider relative ease, but this is going to be a six day a week job. So this is going to be a lot of fun and hopefully I'll be uh, very busy. My uh, lovely girlfriend, Andrea, after working out a lot of our uh, ideals and differences is we're still together and we're having a blast. Unfortunately for the rest of this month. Well, unfortunately more for me, not for her, she is going to be in Mexico. She currently is in Mexico. She left Sunday, which, if you're listening to this live, was the 7th. So I was basically a nervous wreck literally the entire day because, you know, with all the Boeing 737 airplane fiascos and how America was just so damn stubborn to ground a fucking plane that had mechanical problems that no one wanted to ground right away. So naturally I was like, is there any 737s there? Do they just paint a different number on them? Come on, come on, I don't know. And like I was starting to think of crazy conspiracies. It's been, you know, really crazy. 
I never really had someone that close to me fly recently. I mean, I had my friends fly before, but they usually told me they took a plane like when they came back and I'm seeing them right now. And as far as I know, they're not a ghost because, you know, I would have heard about it. And um, just like that, like this is the, like my mom doesn't really fly anywhere. My aunts and they, they're probably the only ones who fly, but it's like normally I hear they're coming in like as in they're on the bus and we're picking them up from the bus station. So, like, again, I don't really know for a fact, like, oh, are they taking the bus or are they um, doing the whole Greyhound thing? Are they taking a plane? And, like, I don't really get that information until they're actually, like, either here or they're, like, home. And, like, my mom's like, oh, Aunt uh, Teresa's flight uh, did okay. And I'm like, cool. I didn't even know she was on a plane. Obviously, it's pretty easy and everyone says it's super safe to travel. I'm just a nervous Nelly about it with all the mechanical problems that I've heard about and stuff. And then there was that uh, small plane crash that killed a couple people recently. So naturally, I wasn't really in the best mood to have the love of my life in a plane flying. So then she got there and um, she got international, which she thought she was so proud of. And she was like, I got international. It wasn't that much more expensive. So I can talk to you the entire time and the place she's staying at for her brother with her brother brother-in-law since he and her sister are officially getting married. I believe it's the 20th. So congratulations you two um, in 10 days. Um, they're going to make it more official like you know the whole like families coming down there. That's why they all flew down there. My uh, Andrea is the uh, maid of honor to, to her sister which is I think very sweet. So they're, uh, but the problem is they don't have any uh, service down. They don't have any like phone service down there. They're in a very mountainous area. So she can really get service like in like shopping centers and different areas like that. So I'm like, wow, that's got to really suck. I, I would probably just never stop talking about how stupid that was. But uh, we've been using the uh, WhatsApp because that's what she usually uses when she doesn't have service anyway as a nice little backup plan. Um... So we do text every once in a while. She has been very busy and just trying to enjoy her vacation. I mean, she's getting paid the entire time, which is going to be for three weeks. I believe her plane is going to be Saturday the 27th. So I, you can expect me to be talking how nervous I'm going to be tomorrow. So, yeah. Um, crazy, right? I'm like, I'm really like, I'm just really nervous. I know she's going to be fine, and I know planes are generally safe, but I'm just nervous for no specific reason at all. Um, with that being said, uh, I really uh, hope she's enjoying herself down there. Sweetie, if you're listening to this, I'm not so nervous now. Even though that you didn't text me a lot the uh, previous day, I did think something must have horribly happened. But I'm fine. Um, just was a little bit nervous because I was about to close my eyes and go to sleep last night. And I'm like, what if someone like attacked her? And I'm like, okay, now I can't go to bed. And I actually woke up like, because I had like a whole bunch of dreams of like, oh, this person and this person and this person are like, well, you're, I feel so sorry about your girlfriend, but like, now that you're single, 
and it was like what the fuck's going on like it was horrifying scary dreams of like wait she's dead and it's like she's been dead for so long and i'm like oh my god like and i woke up in just a horrible pool of sweat it's been rough and um i do wish that she did have the uh she did have regular service so i can text her um so uh basically this has just been a conditioning week for me um getting ready for work and stuff so i did a lot of chores around the around the uh entire uh area today i did laundry i went to uh go get my mom and my sister a salad they went my sister joined my mom at uh, her new job today which was really cool uh they went down to the city they have kind of a fun day i gave them a salad as a kind of a sorry that i won't be able to come here to uh walk them home because tonight I'm going to be, uh, well, actually Wednesday, I was on Tobo thinking outside the box office with Austin and Albert as we talked about the Spider-Man movies, not the Tobey Maguire movies, not the Andrew Garfield movies, but the Tom Holland ones, which are specifically Homecoming that came out in 2017 and the newest one, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. I'm not going to go into much details about the actual movie. I did like it. I did see it a second time, which made me realize I didn't like it as much as Homecoming, but it's still up there, probably st- actually in my top five for just fun superhero movies. If you want to hear my very full description of the um, movie, check out uh, Tobo. I think we're going to be podcasting every Sunday, so check out the most recent episode. Um, I'll be there as a guest, so whenever I'm on Tobo, I kind of want to make it very clear that I was on Tobo or that I'm going to be on Tobo. So... Yeah, check that out if you guys want. If you guys have the chance to later on this uh, weekend. Anyway, but um, yeah, I've been doing so much stuff, and then I just got to um, uploading some stuff for like my shows and stuff, and I'm like, how do I do this? <laughs> and I just kind of sat there like, wow, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what to do, and I'm just kind of staring at my like computer at this computer screen, like literally like my brain was just like you can rest now the rest of me is like i'm so tired so like i feel like that today was a perfect conditioning day when it came for me to work um because i've been up and down all day i did laundry i um went all around town paid some bills and it was just like a really big and busy day and i was really happy that i I accomplished things so now my reward is after I record at least this segment, I'm going out for some dinner. Um, and then we're going to do the uh, recording that I just mentioned that I will have been on. So it's going to be kind of a really fun uh, thing. But what I will not be getting for dinner is this thing that apparently Burger King thought was a good idea. Now, Burger King, for a while, used to be something I preferred over McDonald's when it came to the fast food burger chain. But I feel like that in recent times... Burger King has become one of those why am I here things. And one of those extreme reasons has been the uh, 10, I think the biggest decline in their quality has come from those 10 nuggets for a dollar. Now they're a dollar 49 because maybe they're trying to get some extra cash off people, which I mean, I don't know. They're not really worth it at all, in my opinion, because they're really gross. Like they're really really gross (laughs) um um they're like every time i go there they're always like lukewarm not fresh 
disgusting. And I'm like, thank God I only paid a dollar fifty for them. But like, they used to be like the, my favorite thing was Burger King chicken, and now I can't even look at it. Like, it was definitely more of like a childhood thing, because like I was indestructible as a child. But now I'm like in my mid twenties. And I'm like, I can tell right now that the shit I can eat before I turn 10 is the same shit I can't eat now. Like your body, when your body wants to dramatically shift when it comes to digestive system, it can't. I used to be able to drink dairy milk, even despite the fact that I could be lactose intolerant. The only thing that I can safely eat is cheese. Everything else is just getting worse and worse as the the list goes down. Yogurt's fine. Ice cream's fine. I haven't had dairy milk. Except if it's probably baked into something. I have never drank or poured myself a glass of dairy milk in maybe like five or ten years. It's been such a long time I don't even remember. I drink almond milk. And I'm like, I just can't. Just I'm, I'm waiting for like when I can't physically handle cheese anymore. Is probably when I'm going to just go straight vegan at that point. Skip vegetarian, go straight to vegan. Getting tired of animal products inside my body. Oh... My God. So, speaking of Burger King, um, apparently they did something in the 90s that I did not even know that they freaking did. Oh, I'm sorry. 2010. So, oh, about a decade, actually. Wow, I was really right. I did not know they did this in 2010. So... Burger King brought back tacos, something I, again, did not know they did at all. And um, they brought them back, I want to say. Oh, fucking cares when they brought them back. You're not going to eat this. This is so stupid. So apparently it's a crispy taco. It only is a dollar, and it definitely looks like it was made with just a dollar. Tortilla filled with ground beef, cheese. Then deep fried and then topped with lettuce. Deep fried? Yeah, God. Okay. So I saw these people like look at them and like they're just showing me pictures. The shell is not even crispy. It looks like a warped greasy shell. Like uh, go to businessinsider.com. And check out these horrifying pictures they uploaded. I mean, like, it's supposed to be a crispy, hard shell. Like, you know, the Taco Bell shells? Sorry, I was just kind of looking at the air conditioner. It made a funny noise at me. It's a little bit better in here. Um, anyway, it's just like, it. you know, like those hard shells. Like, it looks like it's a tortilla chip in, like, a shape of a shell that has, like, the permanent crease in it. And, like, you know, they're not real tacos, but they're still pretty damn good. It doesn't hurt. It's, like, they're, they're they're pretty much a nice alternative, especially they do sell soft shell. So, it's, like, why would you just, if you don't want to do it, you can just get a normal uh, shell. You don't have to be a bitch about it. <laughs> so, with that being said, this thing apparently is deep fried when they're done with it. So they deep fry this shell to basically become a sh- a hardened, a softened hard shell. This thing looks repulsive. Again, go to businessinsider.com. This thing is horrifying. The uh, article came out yes, uh, July 9th. 
Um, and the uh, person was Irene Zhang. So if you want to, like, read this, it's really funny. So, okay. We're, um, so let's just keep looking into it. Like, the, sh the sleeve is so far the best part. Like, it's a nice little white sleeve that says Taco on it with Burger King's logo. So far, that looks like the nicest thing. And, like, the picture looks like a Taco Bell taco. It looks like a hard shell with the beef, the cheese, the sauce, and then the lettuce is on top. It looks like, it looks fine. Like, it looks like, you know, your white friend's mom really wants to try to do, like, Mexican cuisine, but she's, like, so white about it. She gets the hard shells. And you know what? It's like, who cares? They're tacos. Tacos are the best. So, it's just one of those things that, like, wow, this looks horrible. Um, it clung lopsidedly to the filling. So it was stuck. So the filling and that was just molded together. The lettuce just looks like regular lettuce you'd find like on like the whoppers that you normally take off because they look like they're not fresh lettuce at all. Um, it was overcooked and drowning with grease. This thing looks horrifying. The filling, the sauce tastes just like bean mush. So, like, the sauce isn't even, like, remotely, like, spicy or has any kind of, like, culture to it at all. It's just, like, let's just put beans in a bag and call it a day. And there actually wasn't any beef. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so... This thing looks horrifying, like really bad. And like, you know, it's really bad when like the article ends with leave it to the pros at Taco Bell. Yikes, you're getting burned by like Taco Bell, which trust me, ain't really that good at what they do. Ugh. That was just. Again, like, that, that article is really fun because it just gives you some really nice pictures of it. I wonder if people, like, really get... I wonder if, like, Burger King really, like, looks at it and be like, well, at least some people are buying it. Who cares? I mean, like, I can't really speak for everybody. But, I mean, it looks rough. Ugh. I hope that doesn't kill my appetite because, you know, I got, like, I got food I want to get, like, in a second. And I really don't want to be like, oh, no, now I can't eat. Yay. Oh, I can eat. Wait, what? Okay, I'm kind of just surfing through the web right now. Since I'm kind of really trying not to talk about something that's been bugging me lately. Because I'm still thinking about if I want to do the other half of this show and kind of go on a rant. But I'm pretty sure I don't want to do that. So we're going to do some funny things. So there's apparently a manga pirate. that He was arrested after Japan launched a global manhunt.
Wow. So, uh, basically this guy, uh, Romy Hoshino, he was a manager of a site that was called Manga Mura. Mura, Mura, like M-U-R-A. Okay. So, he was arrested in Melina? Manila? Man, I really wish they gave you, like, pronunciations of, like, the names, like, the way to pronunciate, to pronounce it. Ugh. That would just be so helpful. So, it was frequented by over 100 million people and made 60,000 mangas of free, free of charge. They created, a, the, the Japanese government actually created a special task force to find him. So, first of all, two things. One, this really really should have been like brought to my attention for like weeb Wednesdays because holy crap I could have talked about this for a while this is pretty freaking hilarious they actually devoted a task force so instead of you know dealing with corruption in within the within the government dealing with regular crime making picture books free to the public is giving you a glow is worthy of giving making you a global manhunt that you get a special task force designated to you like if this guy killed like 60,000 people manhunt away but I'm sorry I mean like this is ridiculous Okay, I get it. It cost almost it was it's like they're giving the estimate of 2.93 billion dollars in copyright violation damage. Apparently, this is the biggest copyright violation in Japan history. But again, like copyright is just like cease and desist. Yada yada yada. I get it. Maybe they had like repeat offenses with this guy. But I mean like Obviously, if it became the worst thing in history, it's not like he did it in like a day and then like everyone is like, oh, shit. Like this apparently was frequented on a very regular enough basis that like it took a while until they got to this level of copyright damages. <sighs> wow. It, it, it's just like, I understand that, you know, it's crazy. And I think this guy is kind of a piece of shit. I, I, I'm not denying that at all. Because, you know, people work really hard. And I literally just did an entire, um, um, entire thing on We Wednesday talking about how if capitalism destroys the idea of the manga and anime industry by the tight deadlines and the overworking of a manga writer and then they don't get paid that much and it's like then you get this guy who just spent three bill who basically cost the entire copyright violation team like three billion dollars in copyright violation damage yeah I can see why people are pissed off but like 
I just don't think global manhunt is like the greatest response. I mean, he's been arrested. He was uh, getting into China, but um, he's a Japanese citizen. So he was arrested and is now being deported and extracted to Japan to face for his crimes. Apparently there's a, another guy out there with him who helped out that as far as locals say may or may not be hiding out in the Philippines. So I don't know if Duterte is going to be like here, take him or no, he's mine or something like, I don't know. I, it's just like one of those things that I'm like, it just seemed a little over dramatic. I understand, especially since now I just have this whole thing that I'm kind of kicking myself that I just had we Wednesdays go and this thing is a couple days old. Like it actually came out the day before I was uh, recording we Wednesdays. So I'm really pissed off about that. Well, shit. <laughs> well, anyway, I hope, you know, he doesn't get the death penalty for this because I'm thinking already too. I'm already thinking a global manhunt and a special task force, I think, is enough for this level of crime. I don't think he should get that harsh of a prison sentence. Maybe he should work really, really, really hard and never be allowed on the web, on the internet again. I don't know, like, whatever their laws are to be very fair. It, it, it's just something that, like, oh, it should be something that's not the death penalty. Like, I'd be really like, oh, my God, don't steal shit from Japan if you don't, don't want to die. Like, I don't know if it'll be that extreme. I really hope not, because I think that's just ridiculous. But uh, the moral of the story is do not steal... 2.3 billion 2.93 billion dollars worth of manga I didn't know we had to write that one down in the rule book so uh, congratulations to being the biggest copyright strike in Japanese history wonder if America's topped that I'll have to check and report back later on um, so with that being said that's going to do it for the first half of truth justice and the Ian Hand way if you're just joining us, sit back and relax while we listen to some uh, commercials, and we'll be right back after these messages. For those who are listening pre-recorded, sorry for the big old speech I got to give every single episode, just because we do these radio shows live first. I'm on every Friday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time, and I will be on many different platforms if you want to listen to the whole show and on your time anytime go to apradio.net go to our categories and ian hand is one of them i am on apple and google playlists for podcasts and i'm also on spotify and as far as i know you can actually play from apradio.net right there always listen to us live and follow our program at apradio2 for all three for all three of instagram twitter and facebook we use the facebook one the most so interact with us the most there i personally have a twitter account ian hand 11 i-a-n-h-a-n-d two ones at twitter come on and buy and just you know recommend certain things you want me to talk about here sure just ian hand way is more of the general show i have so i'm kind of been just finding some random stuff to talk about and uh, we have Wednesdays on every Wednesday from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Central Time. Talk specifically about anime. Um, 
Obviously, I really wish I had that article for uh, We Wednesdays, but we'll just have to roll with it, and hopefully another fun uh, episode of that will happen. So with that being said, this has been True Justice in the Ian Hand Way, at least the first half. We'll be right back after these messages here on AP Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Truth, Justice, and the Ian Hanway here on AP Radio. Um, as you're probably wondering, since I do pre-record these shows, I did do this first half on Wednesday when it was, like, blusterily hot outside, and now I'm actually here on a Friday, and oh my god, what a difference in temperature. I don't know if you're in the Midwest and all, but it has been barely in the mid-70s, and it is 11.30 right now in the morning. But yeah, like, from all the really awesome things that I've been doing for this show, just like driving here was just such a peaceful uh, experience. Like, it has been only about a couple weeks since I've been able to comfortably uh, put my arm out the window. Oh my god, it is just such a stark difference i mean i really kind of wish that uh i did the whole show here now but i do have somewhere to be to pick somebody up in about uh half an hour so i'll try my best to be as quick as humanly possible with this second half now for those who are just joining us live um if you heard wednesday angry and sweaty version of ian and if you didn't and you're just getting nice chill friday afternoon ian um head on over to apradio.net and check out many of our different uh, categories to see uh, any previous shows. I am on every platform you can probably think of, at least one that will think work for you, such as Spotify, Apple or Google Playlists, for podcasts, and not to mention I am also on live every Friday at 6 p.m. Central Time. All this is really fun stuff, and I can't believe I've been doing this show for only about seven months now. It feels like so much longer. It feels like time is just really flying by. So, please uh, head on over to those to check it out. Don't forget to get get all the new updates of AP Radio. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at AP Radio 2. Don't forget to follow me specifically on Twitter at IanHand11. I just recently had some pretty fun stories on Twitter to talk about, which is really surprising for somebody like me since I don't really have many good things to say about Twitter. But today, I actually do have a few uh, fun stories about that. So now I finally passed the big 3-0 in terms of follower count, which really isn't that much. But granted that I barely was hovering over like maybe like 20 ish for the longest time to actually be passing the 30 uh, number is actually really fun I can't wait that one day maybe we'll have a hundred or hell maybe even a thousand one day it's gonna be really fun and I can't wait to uh, continue to have my voice be spread out all throughout the world um, so to yesterday uh, specifically I did something really cool um, I'm a big fan of music and what I mean by music, I really mean like almost any genre of any kind of caliber. If it sounds good, it sounds good. The only thing that I really don't like, and I think I have to uh, give a warning to any of the uh, Mammy Pambies out there who do like this genre, I don't like country. Only country I probably will listen to is Johnny Cash, and I feel like that he's just a genre of his own since he just seemed really 
in tune with things like everything um just country else related is just kind of been boring very repetitive and samey i think it doesn't help that like the industry itself is just probably the biggest stark difference of like hey i'm totally a country boy but like you just do the accent like i i can do the accent i can sing about countries now i can sing about the dirt road one of the only songs I think I ever actually liked is uh, the Bo Burnham parody of the country. is called Pandering because it's essentially what it is. They're just saying whatever they want to say, so it's out there. And I think the country popular music is just the worst. I mean, don't get me wrong. Regular pop music kind of sucks because it's really repetitive and they want to get the tiny little messages out. But, hey, country is by far the worst genre. It's the only thing I can't listen to without being like, oh, God, who put this on? I actually had a manager at Home Depot or a supervisor who, despite the fact we had a lot of things in common, the uh, the uh, music we had was probably the one thing we didn't have in common. Because I love all types of music. I love classic rock and all the different assortments of it. Punk was a big thing I'm into. And thanks to listening to AP Radio, especially uh, the King of Gloom that is on uh, every every so often on this show. Or on the station, not this specific show, but on the station of AP Radio. Uh, beginning of different types of metal. Um, my biggest new one is like industrial, since uh, Mick Gordon does a lot of industrial stuff for his uh, OSTs for video games. He does a really good job of composing that stuff, so I really like that. Mm, excuse me, I got a little bit of a dry mouth going. But in general, I've been having quite a fun time uh, listening to a whole different genre of music. Um, really kind of got into hip-hop thanks to fighting games and a lot of my fighting game community buddies. They just listen to hip-hop while they play fighting games, and I think it just really goes well together. So rap and hip-hop in general has just become something I like. So it just kind of became this thing, and my supervisor and I always went back and forth about like, oh, well, I don't understand why you can like this stuff, but I can't like country. And I'm like, well, the difference between that is, is like at least I can find something in every genre to be like, this is good, this is good, this isn't good, this is good. Like, I can pick and choose. Like, again, Johnny Cash, I don't consider country. I consider Johnny Cash just whatever the hell Johnny Cash was. I think, again, he was just a man who was way too talented to just be classified as what people are listening to now as country. That's that's just me. So... Basically, what I'm trying to say is that I was uh, finding some really nice new music on uh, Twitter, or on the uh, internet in general. Uh, the first one was an indie uh, pop, an indie rock uh, group called The Beths. Basically, you know, like the person named Beth, but it's uh, plural. It's really bad to roll off my tongue, especially since I used to go to speech class when I was in ki- when I was a kid um, because I couldn't say my ths. So my THs would always have an F sound. So the Beths basically is putting that uh, all that speech therapy when I was a kid into like maximum overdrive. Because everything else I can do just fine because obviously I just said everything and it's fine. But Beths is really pushing my limits here. But they are really good. Um, I haven't been able to go through all their top tracks 
and um, mostly just kind of just perusing. And the first few songs I got through probably like four or five of them so far. Not because they're hard to get through. It's just that they're actually pretty long songs for like an indie group. And I'm thinking like, okay, maybe like a couple minutes here and there. But like, no, they're actually all pretty like spot on long songs. And by the time I get to any destination I've been going to lately, it's just like, oh, well, we might have gotten one or two songs. So then it's like, then those songs get stuck in my head, and I'm like, I don't want to listen to those again. So then the same thing kind of happens. So it's the fact that they're so good I can't get through the rest of the songs is because it's just like, well, now I have, like, the first three songs on this playlist I found stuck in my head, and now I don't know where to go from here. I mean, I might just have to sit down uh, at my house when I'm done doing stuff today and just be like, okay, well, got to listen to that, right? But the other person I listened to was someone I don't think I can consider it. Maybe this is the underground. I don't really know what, uh, if you're not one of those, like, ridiculously famous rappers, like, I don't understand, like, the hierarchy of that stuff yet. Like, if you're kind of, is that considered underground? Because, like, are you indie rap? Like, I don't know. So forgive me. But um, I did meet a guy. I did uh, listen to a guy named Omega Sparks. And Sparks is, jeez, uh, I want to make sure I want to spell it right, especially since I might uh, tag him in this uh, later on today. Um, Omega, I think it's S-P-A-R-X. Let me double check. Come on, come on, come on. Yep, S-P-A-R-X. And um, if you are familiar with his work, he does do a lot of stuff with uh, Death Battle, with uh, Rooster Teeth, I believe. That's something that's actually new for me. I didn't know, know he did that stuff. Um, I just got, I just started following him on Twitter. And what I what I more so know him for is that he is the uh, lyric. He does the lyrics for TJ Combo's theme in the New Killer Instinct. He teamed up with Mick Gordon, who, between the two of them, this is obviously one of the greatest fighting game tracks. Period, or just probably one of the greatest, probably one of the best hip hop, probably one of the best electronic, probably like. Whatever you want to consider that song, it has almost everything there for you. It's got a nice it's got a nice jazz, it's got a nice, you know, production value. Omega Sparks just kicks ass on this track. And it's just like if there's any song that'll make me be like, "Okay, I got to listen to this thing in entirety." It's an 8-minute song and oh my god, it does not feel like 8 minutes. It's amazing. It's a very just great song. And I was wondering, I'm like, you know, this guy is so talented, and I'm thinking, like, obviously, Mick Gordon and him, I don't know if they're working on anything, or they don't, or they just regularly work on stuff. So I'm like, wonder what Omega Sparks does, because I know that Mick Gordon did the music, and obviously the music's amazing, because it's Mick Gordon, for God's sake. And then I'm like, okay, I, I gotta get Omega Sparks, because I need to know what he does. And, um... I don't know, like, I've seen his YouTube channel, I, I am, I, um, I believe I'm subscribed to it, or... I don't know, sometimes whenever my phone doesn't want to work, it's like subscribe, 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 and it says subscription added, subscription removed, subscription added, and it's just like, okay, sometimes, that's what happens when I'm in like a slower zone, and uh, even though my 
data is like at max. It's just like sometimes my phone does, sometimes the connection just does not want to cooperate with me. So if I'm not officially subscribed to the YouTube channel, I'm probably going to fix that when I get home because I uh, have some music to listen to. Um, but anyway, he has another song called More Than a Conqueror. And I want to see who was featured in that because uh, he had a very like gospel kind of uh, uh, tw um, bit to it. And it's really, really good. Um, I think it's for like a wrestling. It was like for a wrestling promotion, and yeah, it's it's something that's pretty damn legendary. Uh, Caprice Coleman, I believe. Let me see. Yep, Caprice Coleman. He had a really nice uh gospel like kind of uh voice to him. Like he had like a. I can't be who you want me to be. I can only be what I want to be. And I'm like, oh, man. Like, just how he projected himself and stuff was just fantastic. And it was, and it's just, you know, oh, like, he just, he just really had that preacher kind of like, um, he carried himself like a preacher. And if he's actually a preacher in real life, it's like, then that's like perfect, uh, thing but if he's not then uh, I think we should probably uh, say that maybe that's his calling is just maybe just be a guest preacher every once in a while if uh, if he's available he might become the guy who uh, orientates my wedding just like I'll pay for the freaking class for him so I went on Twitter yesterday and I said that hey um, both of these bands are really good like they're totally different both of these uh, musicians and artists are great they're two different complete bands and I love it. And, uh, Omega Sparks actually responded to me and I was like, that's super cool. And I, it makes you like really wonder. It's like, he's got like 3000 ish, uh, followers. And it just makes me feel still very humbled that like, wow, he's taking time from, you know, being a fairly well-known guy. I mean, 3000 people is nothing to sneeze at when it comes to follower count. Obviously, it's not the thousands or the hundred thousands or whatever, but it's still, I think it's very impressive. And, it, like, he decides to just talk to me and have a little bit of a conversation. And I complimented on uh, More Than a Conqueror some more. And it's just really, really cool on how, uh, in general, it is. And it's just, it just fills me with a whole bunch of, like, now it's like, I, if I ever become big, like, that's one of the guys you have. I have to like, you know, interview. I would love to talk to him and be like good. I have a, have a nice working relationship with this guy. Cause he just seems like such a humble person. And like, he's got so much talent and it's just, it makes me so sad that so many people are like way more famous than this guy. And that's just how I feel about a lot of things. Like uh, one of my other favorite rappers is uh V styles. Really hope that uh, him and sparks get along. Cause that'd be really weird that I'm going to plug these guys both in the same, uh, breath but um i've always liked him and i followed him and he was kind of my introduction to this not as well known uh hip-hop and i'm like why is this so much better than the popular stuff like it's by like a large margin there's only like a few popular artists i listen to and uh and then i'm like wow you just you just go a little bit off to the off the beaten path and you get some really quality stuff here and I think that's just amazing that, like, even if you can say something, it's just like there's some objective difference. And I think it's an absolute amazing difference. So with that being said, um, I basically uh, plugged them both in him. 
as far as I know, Omega Sparks was like, I'm going to listen to her now. I'm going to listen to the Beths. And uh, I'm like, hopefully I just had a rapper listen to indie rock, and I hope he liked it. Because, like, to me, it's like they're both totally different genres, and I'm, like, listening to both, like, in the same week, discovering this kind of music in the same, like, in the same couple of day span. And it's just really fun because I've been, like, on a huge industrial metal kick and it's really nice to be like oh yeah I forgot I like other genres of music and it's really nice to get into the different genres I've also been just getting kind of addicted to just random electro swing uh, remixes of like old jazz songs like I found this thing uh, hit the road jack electro swing mix oh my god like why why do you, why does all this stuff exist like, I'm gonna like die before I discover all the music I'm gonna love I can just see it now So yeah, hopefully I just brought together some really awesome collaborations. I can't wait for Omega Sparks featuring the Beths in an awesome hip hop indie rock hybrid. I just hope they thank me for this uh for this very beautiful holy union of uh genres. That's all I got to say on that. Um So I think to close out um this uh final ish uh 10 minutes of my show gonna just Ooh, readjust here for a second. Ooh, now, as I was saying, to kind of kick off the last 10 minutes of the show before I have to uh, run and enjoy the rest of my weekend, my final freedom weekend before I get back to uh, working full-time as orientation. This will be really fun for me. I can't wait. It's going to be uh, really uh, fun. But don't worry, folks. I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, but I went to the store today because I usually kind of like to keep busy throughout the week. And my mom was like, hey, I need you to get some stuff for dinner as well as uh, just get some stuff. I'm going to bake something over the weekend. I'm like, whatever. And um, it's going to be kind of a weird story because you ever have that moment that, like, your confidence is really contagious or your just confidence really like shows off like how cool you can be. I'm not the most confident person. Obviously you have been listening to me for this entire hour. So <laughs> with that being said, I mean, you might be thinking, wow, I mean, I'm confident because I'm the only person in here and I don't know how many people are listening to this or how many people will ever listen to this. So it's kind of like, Hmm, it's, interesting that um you know it's a lot easier to say that i'm confident like maybe if i was doing this live in front of three thousand people maybe i'd be like uh 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 every two seconds or something like that but that's not the case but um when it comes to i've been in a really in a really strong and committed relationship for the last five years well it will be five years in september but some people don't like when i'm specific it's been about five years i've been together with my lovely uh girlfriend andrea She's uh, currently in Mexico. I think I mentioned that earlier in the show. I believe so, yeah. Even though it was a half an hour ago for you, it's been two days for me. <laughs> I hope uh, that I don't have to ever do that schizophrenic uh, recording like this ever again. That is for damn sure. I hope I don't ever do that. But to keep the illusion alive on that, it's been really kind of boring. 
her phone um, signal has just been bad. I didn't really talk to her that much at all yesterday on Thursday, and it was just been like, wow, I really do miss her. And yet I've been kind of just more confident lately. I've been just kind of living for myself more than I'm living for her than them by living for me through her. It's been something that one of the things that she wanted me to work on just by myself is to be happy for your reasonings. Don't be happy because I'm gonna I'm I'm happy, or don't just make me happy. Make yourself happy. And I've been kind of getting better at doing that. And I feel like that today was the first time it ever rubbed off, in a way that I never thought it would. So I went to uh, Aldi today because you know stuff is cheap. Like. I feel like if I ever hit the millionaire like spot or I ever became like anything, I would still probably shop at Aldi. Some things are just like, they're the same thing, but they're just cheaper. It's just like, I just don't like blowing money out my ass for the same thing. I can get a dollar or two cheaper at some other store. And it's like a significant difference. Like I think I get my pro. The only thing I don't get at Aldi is meat. Like, because we had a bad instance instance with it once, and I'm like, it could have been a fluke, but I'm not going to take my chances with it. Everything else, though, it's like, yeah, I'm totally going to go there, no matter what happens to my financial situation. If it's ever going to improve, or if it's ever just going to be, like, fine. But the uh, point I'm trying to make is, I went there, and I'm totally proud to do so. And I get to the checkout, and I'm kind of fumbling around stuff, and I'm kind of playing around with the, 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 the conveyor belt, um on the checkout because I put the bag down and I'm trying to like grab everything because I don't have a cart and stuff and I don't want to do that because I had only came in for a handful of items so I'm fumbling around and the checkout uh, um, the, the cashier of the checkout she was cute I'm not going to sneeze around that just because I'm in a committed relationship she was cute and um, I don't know She uh, it looks like she dyed her hair blonde just recently because I think I've seen her there before and she had black hair and I'm thinking to myself, like, beyond that, I'm like, she, she looks good in blonde hair. It's just not my thing. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm a brunette. <laughs> I'm a brunette that has a lot of blonde highlights in his hair naturally. And my hair is just naturally like two or three different colors rolled into one. I was born uh, blonde and it became strawberry blonde. And now it just kind of is this brown, red, blonde hybrid hair. In the summer, it's a lot more blonde. And in the winter, it gets a little bit more red. So I think that's really cool that my hair kind of changes. Anyway, so I'm done describing hair for at least this episode. And she's like, you know, kind of, uh, she's really like giggly and kind of like really happy. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, oh, she basically saw me struggling. I'm like, I'm making somebody laugh. And that's like my goal in life is to always go through life kind of, if I had to be a klutz for the rest of my life just to make someone else's day better, I would totally do it. And I totally did it. So, you know, as I, you know, get my stuff going, I don't notice she's actually uh, packing my bag for me. Yeah, like, um, they gave you those, like, big old Aldi bags, and I brought, I'd always bring them in, because, again, I don't believe in wasting that much plastic bags if I don't have to. And she just starts packing the bag for me when I'm, like, paying, and I'm looking at her doing it, and, like, she got, like, she got, like, a little bit, like, she got, like, a handful of stuff in there. Like, I still had to pack my own stuff, but it was kind of, like, that's a really unnecessarily nice gesture, Maybe the person was, maybe there was a person looking for a cart or something, but like, 
no one ha- I've ever um no one I've ever like went to a store did that for me ever like again like it's Strax or something like that but they are like the bag person but like at Aldi they just kind of like here you go buy like I've never had someone pack my bag for me at Aldi and it just seemed really interesting and then she was making some conversation like are these your strawberries because she didn't want like I didn't want to forget about them and um yeah she was just like extremely nice and I was thinking to myself like this was just a little like there was just such a niceness of kindness and at first I was like wow what a really nice girl and I just tried my best not to think about what if she was trying to like flirt and she's working and she thought you were cute and I'm like I just don't think about that anymore because I think that's just kind of that thing that kind of ended off on more of a uh, cheer up fellas kind of uh, segment is if you always have the confidence that a guy in a relationship has, as in you don't have to try to impress people all the time, people are going to love you way more than if you're just going to be like, I'm nervous, I'm awkward, I'm this, I'm that. Like, It's just sometimes it's more automatic for me, but I'm trying my best to be more bubbly and uh, outgoing and stuff. And I think that today it's even kind of really nice. I think today was just one of those moments that I'm like, yeah, that's right. I'm cute. I'm in a relationship. But thank you for noticing how awesome I am. And I felt like it really like, really made my day happy that, you know, there's someone out there who would be so kind as to go above and beyond just because maybe she thought I was cute. And I can live on my and I can die on this hill for the rest of my life thinking that that was the case. And I will feel a little cute, especially since, again, my girlfriend's really far away and I miss her so much. So if anyone's nice to me and just gives me a hug, I don't care who you are. It's just going to make my day better. I need love. I really miss her. So that was just kind of like a little fun. uh, That was just a lot of fun. And I wanted to just talk about for the whole show. I wanted to talk about how a group of people that I used to respect and how I lost their respect or they I lost their respect for like I had for them because they were just being so mean to their uh, to their uh, child who wants to transition and I just like it's hard to imagine that and I wanted to just basically yell about it for an entire half hour of the show and that was my intention on Wednesday but I ran out of time and here I am now I'm just talking about the music I liked I'm talking about how great the weather is I'm talking about how I could have just could have if I was single I could have totally just got a girl's number at the supermarket like I had a really great week and it just showcases that like you just gotta have some faith in humanity people I know it's really tough in this day and age trust me I mean I lose my humanity my faith in humanity on like a secondly basis but like this week in general was just so nice and it's something that I still have to live with the fact that there are people out there who I respected and really looked up to. And it's hard to even see like, wow, these people are kind of jerks. I'm not going to go into it though, any more than I probably already did. It's not my choice anymore. Um, it's not my decision. And I just hope that maybe they see one day that their child is more important to them, no matter who they become. 
And um, as I'm wrapping up my final um, Truth, Justice, and Ian Han way as a unemployed person that now showcase that now I have a whole new chapter of my life ahead of me and to see just how much fun I had in the uh, last couple of days between Wednesday and today on just how awesome life can be and just how much fun I can have and how we can all have if we just have a lot of confidence, have a lot of fun and don't worry about what everyone's thinking because I probably just made someone's day really happy. I just felt really happy that there was someone who had 3,000 subscriber uh, followers look at me and say, hey, you're pretty cool. I appreciate you. It's it's just such a beautiful moment and it just really kind of gives me that hope that our government's taking away from me every day. So maybe next week I can have another happy week on orientation. And don't worry, I'll talk about that a little bit into detail next week. I know I kind of talked about the idea of X-Men movies and how they all fit together, but I feel like that's just going to be that perpetual last resort episode if I really have nothing to talk about. But I'm going to talk about my orientation, how it went last week, uh, next week, and um, anything else that happened. Nightwolf uh, just got a picture released in uh, MK11 along with Sindel. They both look pretty cool. Um, I'm kind of about a minute over, so I'm not going to go into much more detail about it. Just check them out on the internet. They're pretty cool. Can't wait for more Mortal Kombat DLC. Haven't uh, done anything really that much, except I played a little bit yesterday, but not extensively. Um, so I hope you guys all have a great weekend. I know this has been kind of a rambly episode, but I feel like sometimes I have a lot more to talk about with a lot of just random things as opposed to just a topic. But I might try to get more topical next week besides my orientation. There's a lot of comic books I'm reading, a lot of different things I'm uh, looking at, and a whole other shows that I uh, can't wait to just share with all of you. Um, hope you guys have a fantastic and hope the weather stays like this. I know it's going to get hot later today if it's not hot already. Hope you guys just have a good one. This has been Ian Hand. Truth, Justice, and the Ian Hand Way every Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Central. And I will have to see you guys next week. Have a great one. Bye-bye.